Hi, I'm Leanne Kim, and this is the Business of Thinking Big, the podcast where we talk all things business mindset, strategy, and hustle. So, if you're looking to grow your revenue, serve more dream clients, and create amazing new possibilities, then you, my friend, are in the right place. Stay tuned. Well, hey there, and welcome to the Business of Thinking Big. As always, I'm your host, Leanne Kim, and I'm so grateful you're joining me. Before we dive in today, I wanted to take a minute to share another listener review. This one is from Kat Earl, who says, As a mom and business owner, the pandemic months were tough. I had no time to spare and no mental energy to waste. Listening to Leanne gives me the weekly encouragement I need, along with some straightforward business advice that I apply every day. She keeps it real and delivers great content. Well, thank you so much, Kat. And if you're listening to this, wanting to be featured on this show, then all you need to do is rate and review the podcast. You can do so on the Apple Podcast app or anywhere where you listen to this podcast. Simply scroll down, leave a rating and review. And if you do, you might get featured on the show. And keep in mind when you do, you are consistently paying it forward because you're helping someone like you find the show, which I would greatly appreciate. If you've been listening to my podcast for a while, then you know that at the beginning of every summer, I put out an episode that's all about my favorite business books, because I know that I personally have a little bit more downtime in the summer, especially July and early August. And when I have downtime, I love diving in to some really juicy books. Now, I should preface this by saying that a lot of the books that I have mentioned in this episode and over the past three years when I've done this episode in 2019, 2020, and 21, yes, we will link to each one of those in the show notes. But I will preface this by saying that the books that I am going to share today are not books from this particular calendar year. They're simply books that I have discovered in the last, usually it's like the last 12 months. Now, quite a few of them did come out in 2021 and 2022, but that's why I don't title this episode my favorite business books of 2022, because the truth is a lot of these books are older and it just took me this long to discover them. And what I love about these episodes is it actually forces me to continue to learn and grow. It's forced me to expand who I learn from because as I've mentioned before on this podcast, the first year or so of doing this, I realized that a lot of the authors were Caucasian, a lot of them were male. And so I really have worked hard to cultivate a list of more diverse authors Last year in episode 135, I was able to list my own book, Building a Joyful Business, as one of my favorites from that particular year. And why the heck not, right? If we don't toot our own horn once in a while, who's going to do it for us? So this year, I've cultivated a list of, once again, 10 of my favorite books. Now, some of these books would not be categorized as business books per se, But a lot of what I have gathered from them, I have been able to apply very much so to my business and my way of thinking, and they have been hugely helpful to me, so I can't wait to pass them on. 
Okay, are you ready? Let's get to the list. This year, I chose a few books that are more about mindset and the way we think. And then later in the list, I'll be sharing more books that are more closely related to what I would call strategy or, you know, the business how-tos. Okay, so are you ready? Book number one on my 2022 list of favorite business books is Think Like a Monk by Jay Shetty. This had been on my must-read list for a while, and I finally got around to it. And I have to tell you, I so enjoyed this book, so much so that I want to go back and re-listen to it and possibly also listen while I am reading from a physical copy. As you all know, I'm a huge Audible fan. I have been an Audible member for at least the last three or four years, and I love, love, love it. So what I liked about Think Like a Monk is Jay so beautifully combines personal stories of growing up. He spent a few years in an ashram and is actually a monk. He is actually a monk, but he's gone on to be a thought leader and a teacher. He's got his own channel on the Calm app, which you know I love my Calm app. And so he does this beautiful job of weaving together personal stories with tangible strategies. He's an advocate for meditation. And a lot of the work that I've been doing in this past year, and I would say year or two, he talks about these mindfulness strategies. And and really, a lot of the way that he encourages you to think is very much in line with, with what I preach and teach as well, which is being more present in our lives, creating more joy and creating more abundance through that mindfulness lens. I'm also going to say, you know, I, I like to mention these types of things. Change Teddy is pretty easy on the eyes and he has got a voice like I don't even know how to describe it. But when he, I, you know, I love Audible. When he reads his book, it just, I literally could listen to him for days on it. I could listen to Jay Shetty read the phone book. That's what a great voice I think he has. So that's book number one, Think Like a Monk by Jay Shetty. If you're looking to get more mindful, if you're looking to be more present, work on that meditation side of your practice, then I highly recommend checking this book out. Okay, book number two is called It's Not Your Money by a woman named Tosha Silver. Now, I want to preface this by saying that this book is actually not very much about money. And I think it's important that I tell you that because I thought it might be as well. This was actually a recommendation from my former coach, Ron Reich. Shout out, Ron Reich. I was particularly in, I was in a bit of a funk, I think, when I asked for this in our mastermind call one day. I said, I'm looking for a book around sort of law of attraction, changing your energy, attracting what you want. And he mentioned Tosha Silver and a couple other people chimed in as well. Now, she does have another book, Outrageous Openness, and we will also link to that in the show notes. But I have to say between the two, this one really, really spoke to me. And maybe it's because it's the first one I listened to of her work. But It's Not Your Money is really a beautiful guide for anyone who's looking to improve their manifesting abilities or looking to attract more good things into their life. She talks about being in alignment with the universe. And there's just some really great stories. I would say Tosha is an extremely gifted storyteller. If anything, her gift is really telling stories. And she has had a very colorful past. 
She, I feel like she's lived a million lives. The way she tells her stories, it sounds like she's lived everywhere and knows everyone. But what I really like about her is she just has this beautiful way of cutting to the heart of what you need to hear that day. So when I discovered this book, as I mentioned, I was in a little bit of a, I would say, mindset funk, to be honest. And this book just truly pulled me out of that funk. It got me being more aware of my human energy and what I was looking to attract in my world. So if any of that sounds like what you need, I highly recommend It's Not Your Money by Tosha Silver. Okay, next up, another amazing female author and someone that I have had the pleasure of working with is Anna Sui. Anna, once again, I met Anna through my former coach, Ron Reich, and she has actually come into some of my groups and led workshops all about this topic of her book, which is called Shadow magic. So what Anna really dives into with this book is the idea that we all have a light side and then a shadow side. Every single one of us on the planet have these various fears or doubts or basically this sort of darkness to us that we often kind of push away. And what Anna teaches is she encourages us to embrace the darker side of ourselves. She talks about some really powerful tools to becoming more familiar with your fears so that you can basically so that you can tame your fear and that you can use it as fuel for what you want to create in your life. It was such, I mean, I have read so many books on mindset and so many books on overcoming fear, but this was such a unique take on it. And if you're someone who tends to like the sort of woo-woo side of things, then I think you would really enjoy Anna's work. I will also say that I've had several of my people that I've introduced to Anna's work of Asian descent or children of immigrants to North America say that her work really speaks to her because, and once again, Anna is a beautiful storyteller and she shares a lot of her own personal journey. So if you're someone who has struggled with this sort of shadow side of yourself or really struggled with, you know, fear and the role that it plays in your journey, then you may just be the perfect person to pick up a copy of Shadow Magic by Anna Sui. Okay, next up, I would say that this book is Combination Mindset and Learning How to Learn, and that is Limitless by Jim Quick. Once again, I've had the pleasure of seeing Jim teach live and in person many years ago at a conference I attended, and I was instantly struck by his story. When he was a child, he had a brain injury that he talks about in detail in his book, and he basically grew up with a ton of people telling him that he was stupid and that he was the boy with the broken brain, and he talks about how he identified as that quite a bit, but then how later that fueled him to learn how to learn. Jim is probably best known for some of his previous work on teaching people how to speed read, if that sounds familiar to you. But really, he knows so much more than that. And he talks about it in Limitless. So the first half of Limitless is really his story and getting the mindset straight to be someone who is limitless, someone who can learn anything and accomplish anything. And then the second half of the book is really the strategies. I, what That's one thing that I really love about Jim. He's very generous with his how-to content. So if you're someone that likes the mindset plus the strategy, 
then I highly recommend this book. If you're looking to up-level your life and it requires you to grow and stretch and maybe learn a bunch of new stuff, then you're definitely going to want to pick up a copy. So that is Limitless by Jim Quick. Okay, next up, we're going to shift to more of those books on strategy. And you know I love a good book on habits. I think I've probably mentioned at least one book on habits in every one of these episodes that I've ever done. And this year's habit book is none other than Badass Habits by Jen Sincero. This, once again, this was one of those books that I didn't want to just listen to. I really wanted to have a physical copy. And I have done a lot of work on habits. I've read a lot on habits, and I've mentioned some great books on habits in the past on this podcast. But what I love about Jen is her, she just has a very casual way of speaking, writing in her book. It feels like when you read a Jen Sincero book, you're sitting down and having coffee with her. I don't know about you, but I just feel like she's extremely personable and warm and relatable. She talks about the real journey and the highs and the lows. And she talks about her own struggles with implementing habits in this book. And possibly my favorite part of Badass Habits is at the end, she gives a 21-day guide to implementing any new habit. And it's like a different tip every day for 21 days. That's like the whole last chapter of the book. And let me tell you, when I read this was early this year, when I was working on cleaning up my eating habits, I was actually going through a whole 30, so like a 30-day nutrition program. And at the time, I was really struggling with sticking to the program. And when I found this 21-day guide, it was like the perfect thing I needed so that every single day of this, I mean, not every single day of the 30 days, of course, but for the first three weeks of the 30 days, I had this little nugget of inspiration that I could read. And again, what I love about Jen is that she provides variety. She doesn't just teach one way of doing it. So with every one of the 21 days, she provides a completely different approach or angle to take. So I'm going to say that this is probably my new favorite book on habits for anyone that's looking for like quick, tangible, I want to implement new habits today. I would absolutely, if that is you, I would absolutely pick up a copy of Badass Habits by Jen Sincero. Fun side story. My kids think it's funny how the word badass is sort of found quite commonly in popular culture. And of course, they're eight and 10 at the time of recording this. So anything with the word ass or a swear word of any kind makes them giggle. And because I had a physical copy of this book, it was, and I was, I, I, I'm not exaggerating. I was reading it for like the entire month of January. It was lying around the house. And so every now and then the kids would come out to me and be like, mommy, how are you doing with your badass habits? <laughs> they just really, they, they really loved to say the title. They thought it was so funny that someone would put the word badass in the title of the book, which I think, I mean, has really put Jen Sincero on the map. But there you go. My kids really love, really got a huge giggle out of that title of that book. Okay. Moving on and continuing on this theme of strategy is my next favorite book. And once again, what a delight it is to say that it was written by a friend of mine. It is Passion to Purpose by Amy McLaren. And some of you may know that Amy was one of our keynote speakers at MamaCon in 2021. And she actually did her keynote all about the same topic of the book. So once again, what I love about Amy 
is she weaves in her own personal stories and combines that with a lot of tangible tips and strategies. I think this is the perfect guide for anyone who's looking to discover more passion or to really, if, if you're at the place where you're still trying to figure out your purpose on the planet, what it is you're meant to do, then Amy's book is the perfect read. It is truly something that is very, very useful, If especially if you're at the beginning stages of a business or a side hustle and you're trying to fuse that passion with strategy, right? You've got something that you love, but you're not exactly sure how to turn that into a business or how to make it profitable. I will also add that Amy Amy is the wife of Stu McLaren and Stu McLaren runs the membership experience, but they also together run a charity called Village Impact. So I really think that this book is perfect for anyone who's thinking about starting a charity or a nonprofit or anything along those lines. I think this is the perfect guide for you. And once again, it will walk you through a variety of exercises and questions, much like my own book, actually. That's what I loved about it, that you can sit there and do the work yourself and you will leave with a business plan in hand. And again, especially if it is a nonprofit or a purpose-driven business that you have in mind, this book is really going to help. So once again, number six, Passion to Purpose by Amy McLaren. Okay, the next book on my list is again a book on strategy, but it's more about the operation side of your business. And it's perfect for solopreneurs or small and growing businesses who are building a team and looking to implement more systems. The book is called Systemology by David Jennings. And I think it is the most practical and tangible guide I have heard on the subject of essentially building out your standard operating procedures. So he talks about in the book how as entrepreneurs, we really struggle with implementing systems and mostly because a lot of us entrepreneurs are highly creative and we're wearing so many hats. But then we start building this team and we realize that we don't have set ways of doing things or if we have, we haven't captured those set ways of doing things. This is something that I coach on a lot, especially as my women approach six figures and certainly multiple six figures. We need to have systems in place, but we also need to have systems for capturing those systems so that we can train our team, so that we can share these systems with other people who are moving into the business. It's incredibly important as we scale past that solopreneur stage. And I know it's not sexy. I'm going to be the first one to admit that operations, that side of the business is not really my jam. But that's why I enjoyed the book so much, because it was written from the perspective of you don't have to love operations to get great systems in place. And it really is designed for that, you know, creative, free thinker, big thinker CEO to take their big ideas and start to implement systems. So there you have it. Number seven, Systemology by David Jennings. Okay, the next book, once again, is about strategy. But this time we're talking all about how to generate revenue. So for anyone who's looking to grow their sales, for any introverts, especially who find selling difficult, or you're looking for that motivation to take your sales to the next level, then I highly recommend this number eight from our list, Fanatical Prospecting by Jeb Blount. 
Now, I will tell you, this is a bit of a bro book. It takes a bit of a masculine approach to prospecting and selling. But I actually think that's not a bad thing for some of you out there listening to this because a lot of you are sitting back and waiting for the sales to come to you. Now, as you know, before I had my own business, I was in sales. I worked in sales departments for other companies. And prospecting is one of those things that is incredibly important. He talks about the strategy of setting up sales calls and how to execute and the energy that you need to have in sales calls. Once again, this is a lot of the stuff that I actually coach people on, but I just found he had a different way of describing it. And if I'm honest, there are not a lot of books on prospecting and selling that I think are appropriate for a lot of entrepreneurs. It's just not a topic that I guess people want to write books about, if I'm being honest. And I also think it's a topic that a lot of us shy away from. So if you're someone who knows that you need to be more intentional with your prospecting, your selling, your client awareness, then you definitely want to pick up a copy, Fanatical Prospecting by Jeb Blount. Okay, book number nine, once again, it's by a friend of mine. I am so honored to be able to share this book in our list this year. It is called Raise It by Cindy Wagman. And I think that the tagline from this book really does say it all. It's called Raise It, The Reluctant Fundraiser's Guide to Raising Money Without Selling Your Soul. So Cindy is a dear friend of mine. She's probably my longest business buddy, and she's actually been on the podcast before. We will link to her episode in the show notes. We did an episode together, a conversation all about playing the long game in business. And she's just one of those people that I think is extremely passionate about what she does, but she's also extremely ethical in the way that she runs her business. She is seen as an expert in her space by many. And in fact, she's often too busy to do podcasts because she's doing a lot of speaking engagements and she's just really built a beautiful business for herself over the last, I would say, six years that I have known her. So when I say that this book is probably the best resource on raising funds out there, I really do mean it. Cindy has done her homework. So this is a great book for anyone that runs a charity or a nonprofit and is looking to raise funds. However, I will also tell you that a lot of what Cindy teaches is very much applicable to small businesses who have to sell for the first time. She talks about the reluctant fundraiser. Well, that's what we're doing when we're running a business. We are raising funds for ourselves, and many of us are doing it reluctantly because we don't come at this with a sales background like I have. So what I love about Cindy is she makes her work so tangible that literally anyone, even if you have zero experience selling or raising funds, the stuff that Cindy shares in this book will help you. I guarantee it. It is very much a book designed for beginners and seasoned business owners, seasoned, you know, people who run charities. She's just so full of wisdom and she packs it all into a $20, 200-page book. So if you are looking to embrace the idea of raising funds or generating money for the first time, I highly recommend you pick up a copy Raise It by my dear friend, Cindy Wagman. And last but not least, we've reached number 10 in this year's favorite business books list. Number 10 is Happy Pocket Full of Money by David Cameron Gikandi. 
Now, I want to give a shout out to Jill Stanton, my dear business buddy who recommended this book. I want to say it was like two or three years ago. And my delay in picking up a copy was simply because copies were a little bit harder to find back then. And this book is not on Audible. So I just kept putting it off, to be honest. And then it was one of those things where I would say three or four months ago, a couple of people in my circles were talking about the book or had mentioned the book. And I had a week where I had heard this book three or four times and I thought, okay, universe, enough is enough. I got the point. I'm going to go pick up a copy. And I finally did. I picked up a physical copy and it is not a small book. I'm just going to say, I think it's around 300 pages, many chapters, and it's large. It's a larger book as well, like kind of like a textbook. And I sat down and I read it cover to cover within 10 days, probably. It is that good. I'm going to say it's probably in my top three books on money mindset. That's right. I usually, once again, every year I try to include a book on money mindset because I know how much people struggle with this. And I know what a big part of my journey I can attribute to doing the money mindset work. So this book was not new information to me, but it was packaged in a new way. I think it goes a lot deeper than a lot of the previous books I've seen on money mindset or law of attraction. And I found it just to be so riveting. I literally couldn't put it down. I was picking it up all day, every day, many days in a row. And I still am going back to it. I've underlined and highlighted quite a few sections. And once again, I think that there is a lot of mindset work in here, but there's also practical strategies. There's some really powerful lessons, and David is a big fan of repetition. So if you're someone that struggles with this, there are portions of the book that he repeats again and again. Now, some people might find that frustrating, but to be honest, I know that I absorb information better when I hear it multiple times and in different ways. So if you are someone who wants to work on your money mindset, you want to feel more abundant, and you want to grow your revenue this year, then this book, Happy Pocket Full of Money by David Cameron Gikandi is the book for you. I'm going to say it. I think in this day and age, as of right now, the time we're recording this, this is probably my go-to recommendation for money mindset books. Okay, so there you have it. That's my favorite business books, part four. And once again, I'll share the list one last time. All of these books will be linked in the show notes And my other episodes that each contain 10 additional books will also be linked in the show notes. Once again, we have an episode from 2019, an episode from 2020, and an episode from 2021. Each one of these episodes has an additional 10 books. So 40 books in total. If you go and listen to those other episodes, you're going to give yourself quite a reading list for this summer. I promise you. Once again, this year's list. Number one, Think Like a Monk by Jay Shetty. Number two, It's Not Your Money by Tosha Silver. Number three, Shadow Magic by Anna Tsui. Number four, Limitless by Jim Quick. Number five, Badass Habits by Jen Sincero. Number six, Passion to Purpose by my friend Amy McLaren. Number seven, Systemology by David Jennings. Number eight, Fanatical Prospecting by Jeb Blount. Number nine, Raise It by Cindy Wagman. Once again, another dear friend of mine. And number 10, Happy Pocket Full of Money 
by David Cameron Gikandi. I hope you found this list helpful and inspiring. And more importantly, I hope you pick up a few different books that you can enjoy either over the course of the summer or anytime. I really do believe that the best leaders are great readers. And here's what I ask of you. If you enjoy this episode, screenshot it and share it on social media. And if you enjoy any of the books from my list, of of any of my lists, please do pass it on. Share that on social media as well and tag me as the source of inspiration. I would be so grateful if you did because I just love to see when people are picking up what I'm putting down. Thanks again for being here. I'll talk to you soon. Thanks for listening to the business of thinking big. Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast so you never miss an episode. We would love it if you could leave us a review on iTunes, which will help more people like you find the show. And of course, you can learn more at leannekim.com. Thank you.